everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, Scott Edwards, and with me, as always, is Parker. And Parker, this is your last normal show for as long as you need, obviously. Uh, but I do want to like kind of give everyone that it's not a warning, but it's a heads up because <laughs> next week we have a pre-recorded show as I will be on vacation and you will be back to doing what you need to do. So I just want you to uh, let everyone know what's going on and uh, what's the plan here. Yeah, uh, I think everybody who listens knows if you don't, I'm mm-hmm. a teacher <laughs> and I just got hired uh, for my first full-time teaching job. Um starting starting this week so this is tuesday recording this i report on thursday to do all my pre-service stuff and then school starts in about two weeks after that um so with the busyness that that entails plus i'm their head speech and debate coach so i have a lot of commitments there uh and i'm going back to school to get my master's all at the same time so i have multiple evening classes that i have to attend um with that all combined together uh, and I also just moved into a new apartment, so that's like another thing. So I just want to focus mostly on on my career for at least the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, you know, I'm still gonna watch as much wrestling as I can, but but trying to carve out time to record a show and make sure I squeeze in everything specifically that I would want to for the show because if I'm doing the show, I want to do it right. I don't want to just like mm-hmm. pick and choose and um, you know not feel like I'm fully there. So uh, for that for that time, I'm going to leave it, uh, leave it to Scott. Scott's got some, Scott's going on vacation too, right? So, so yeah. like he said, we, we've got that pre-recorded episode, which was a ton of fun, by the way. And I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he'll hold it down. He's got guests coming. Uh, you, you know, Scott, he's, he's entertaining and he, and he keeps on top of everything in Joshi. So um, yeah, that's, that's just kind of the time being, this is not me like leaving the show or anything. I, re- I fully thought that, I was pretty much done with the show uh, last year, but there were times uh, throughout last fall where I was able to occasionally uh, come on. So it's not like it's impossible. And I think once I get in my routine of, of being a teacher, um, I should I should be able to car- carve out time to do this because this is my favorite wrestling related thing I do. Uh, so I definitely want to make sure I'm still able to do that. So um yeah, I, I'm just I'm I'm uh, I'm just I love that I do this show. I love that we're the most downloaded show on the Fight Game Media Patreon and uh, and 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 all that type of stuff. So yeah, just wanted to give you guys the update there. But I don't want to make this whole thing uh, about <laughs> me. Uh, I'll be back. Just I guess that's yeah. sort of the closing thing is I'll, I'll be I'll be back. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. Scott and I have kind of inverse schedules, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so um, finding a time is just going to be a, a bit of cat and mouse but i think both scott and i really value this show and have a lot of fun with it and so we're going to do everything we can to uh to keep it going in whatever capacity yeah just expect some um maybe inconsistent release days that's that's my best warning to everyone you know we may not be coming out on thursday every single week for the foreseeable future um when Mm -hmm. parker's able to come back but that's okay we're gonna make it work no matter what uh but yes as you said you know Everyone's going to be like, oh, Parker's already back. That's how quick it's going to be because mm-hmm. we already have pre-recorded episode. And, you know, it's it's not going to be um, it's not going to be too long. But uh, like I have said to you, you you're going to take all the time you need, obviously. And 
this show will be here when you're ready to come back. Uh, I'll make it work until then, like I did last time, <laughs> which <laughs> was right. a lot longer. So uh, exactly, we'll do what we got to do. But let's get to why we're always here. Let's talk about some Joshi. That's that's really the big topic here. And it's interesting because, like you said, we're recording here on a Tuesday, and we are in prime five-star season, which means we are waiting on uploads every single day, hoping that – uh, the weekend shows get uploaded. I believe as of this recording, the Saturday show is now fully up. However, mm-hmm. that literally happened like hours before I woke up. And let me just tell everyone, I did not see the final three matches. However, however, we will discuss that show. I'll let Parker discuss the matches he also saw. But uh, we are going to preview Stardom X Stardom this week, uh, which is very exciting because that's already around the corner. I don't think... You know, with the tournament going on, the G1 going on, the N1 victory starting this week, you know, like Mm -hmm. wrestling in Japan is on fire right now in terms of just all this quality getting pumped out. And we have that pay-per-view coming up. Specifically, we can't preview it next week. I thought, why not we preview it today? So let's discuss this past weekend Saturday show. We won't talk about Sunday. I will get. Uh, I will talk about that, the Corkin show, and whatever else is up by the time I record a you know usual show next time. I'm gonna do a big recap of that and start on next start. So look out for that. Have a special guest. It'll be a lot of fun. But this past Saturday, I believe they were in Niigata, uh, and the show had six Grand Prix matches, including. Kova versus Saki. Uh, five. Five, right. sorry. Yeah, four, yeah, yeah. Yep, four blue, one red. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, on the red block side, it was Koguma and Saki Kashima. On the blue block side, it was Mayu Iotani versus Hanan, Hazuki versus Starlight Kid, Mirai versus Natsupoi, and Saya Kamatani versus Momo Watanabe. So a pretty sizable show in terms of those final three matches, uh, really four. And... Uh, we're not, uh, as I said, we're not discussing Sunday show, but Sunday show is probably the weakest five star card of the entire tournament. So the fact that we already have that out of the way is pretty exciting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about that Saturday show. I know you got to see it in full. I got to see the first four matches. We're not talking about the tag team matches uh, too much, <laughs> but like the God's Eye Queen's S, uh, Queen's Quest match, it was good for the fifteen minute time limit. Um, but let's talk about uh, Koguma versus Saki Kashima. About what you'd expect from these two. Um, they, you know, mm-hmm. they're the show opener. Um, it's not going to be that like big upset for Saki Kashima. She's going to use, you know, when they use those, it's going to be against <laughs> the top stars of the block. And that's no offense to Koguma, but Koguma now sits at four points. That's the match was fine. Uh, again, what you'd expect from those two. Yeah, this was exactly to be expected. Um, I love I love Saki's position on the card as like she can lose to anybody, but she can also beat anybody. So she's the perfect person to give like the middle of the pack in the block a win uh, and also to steal some wins against some some top stars to make it a little bit more dramatic towards the end. So, yep, this this completely served its purpose, but it wasn't anything like special. No, I think the best part was the like finishing 
uh, not even stretch. It was like the last little sequence where Koma reverses the revival and just does the Kuma roll. Like in, mm-hmm. it was very clean. It was very, it looks very good. So I enjoyed that. Uh, but let's get to the more interesting matches on the card. Mayu Iwatani versus Hanan. Hanan makes her five star Grand Prix debut against her mentor. Uh, so it was mentor versus protege and i really enjoyed this match i saw some mixed reaction online about it i saw some people say it wasn't well obviously it wasn't perfect i didn't expect it to be perfect we have to remember that hanan's you know her her uh maximum match is a seven minute (laughs) sprint Mm -hmm. with another rookie right and they're keeping it as basic as possible i thought what these two did was really really solid i thought you know they Mayu brought it to Hanan, and that was really, it was really entertaining for me because you got to see Hanan come back with that fire, right? She started off the match even just drop kicking Mayu off the turnbuckle when she was doing her entrance because it's like, okay, I need these points. I know I'm not going to just, you know, beat Mayu Iwatani, the, you know, icon of stardom. So I got to get the upper hand. And Mayu, like, she, she gave it. Hanan big forearm Mm -hmm. big super kicks uh just really good back and forth and you know this was a match that you highlighted when we were doing our preview as like one to watch and I thought it lived up to like where I hoped it would in a lot of ways there uh, there was a the closing like moment where Mayu like did this running thing I was like I I don't know what you're doing uh she was like (laughs) it looks like she was going for Destino which would have been sick. Yeah, that was really that was odd. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure what that was back there. Yeah. Maybe she was going for like a like a tilt a whirl like T Harris or something. Yeah, but that might be um, they just kind of stopped it, and then they were like, "All right, well, all right, the match is over. Now I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna suplex you, and <laughs> it's over." <laughs> that was like the one part I was like, "Oh, that hmm, yeah, it doesn't like ruin the match for me." But it was like the one part where I was like, "Okay, I can see where people were like, oh, this is sloppy." But it was one thing that didn't bother the match, and I thought it was really good. Yeah, this match was definitely sloppy. Like, I, I don't even argue that. But even so, I thought this match was, like, so much fun. Um, I, I, I loved it. And I was really g- glad because, you know, having picked it as one of the, you know, m- uh, dark horse matches to look out for that maybe it doesn't immediately jump off the page at you. I was kind of hoping that it lived up to that. And, and it, I think it even did more so than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, from, from, like you said, Hanan jumping Mayu before the bell. I mean, that's, like a big deal for for Hanan to do that um Mayu was just just dominant like she was awesome in this match everything everything Mayu did and tried like landed perfectly hit with like awesome Mm -hmm. impact everything oh get get this by the way her super kicks don't actually kick Hanan in the face but they look really good because Hanan sells them um yeah crazy (laughs) yeah I know right crazy concept uh but I mean, there's just like even just like a couple minutes in, she like wraps Hanan in the ropes and then shushes the crowd, and then just like just this crazy overhand slap to mm. like the small of her back. It was just mm-hmm. so loud, and and um, yeah, she completely took it to to Hanan in this match. That was that was great. Um, the uh, Hanan showed that she's like not she's not like all the way there yet, which I mean you don't yeah. expect as as a as a literal like kid, but. Um, there was a couple moments where she kind of it looked like she was going for the triangle or something but she didn't quite yes, get it and yes. so she had to like adjust her what she went for and then it, it actually happened pretty much the exact same thing twice where yeah, she, she went for like that um, 
it's sort of it's like a crucifix like pin but in a submission is is really mm-hmm. weird um but aside from that i mean the and, and that weird that awkward moment towards the finish the you know the, just the the violence and intensity and the all-out energy from these two made it a ton of fun to watch and the suplex at the finish was like brutal like yeah. it, it was exactly as you just described like mayu comes around and she she sort of does like a dis you know, like she's going up for a Destino um, mm. or, or some sort of tilt, <laughs> some sort of tilt the world. Yeah, that would have been something else. Uh, and then, and then, so Hanan like kind of catches her, mm, and I yeah. think Hanan was anticipating that she was going to like counter it, but mm-hmm. Mayu was not planning on having it being countered, and yeah. so they just kind of. Uh, luckily, Mayu just kind of flipped out of it and was able to um, recover. And then Mayu was like, "All right, <laughs> the match is over." So let's go. She puts the she puts the full Nelson on, and she like fucking kills her <laughs> with uh, with that dragon suplex. So um, yeah, I su- I loved this. Uh, yeah. It was so entertaining, um, and it's just like you, you, obviously everybody knows Mayu Tani's great. Like she's one of the most legendary Joshi wrestlers of the 21st century. But every once in a while, it, when she's not the featured player, it's okay to kind of forget that. Um, it's uh, This is one of those ones where it's like, yeah, yeah, she, she she's incredible. I don't know many others who could have had a better match with this version of uh, Hanan in, in this setting than, than Mayu mm-hmm. did. So it was great. Yeah, she's had her first two matches have been against Mirai and Hanan. And I think she mm-hmm. has raise them up far higher than probably anyone else will um but yeah it was like you said very physical and i and with the sloppy thing it's like i don't mind if they're able to just kind of move through it and it doesn't completely break down a match which this didn't like you said she tried to do the same thing twice and she was like all right let's just let's just try this weird (laughs) submission instead it's like okay whatever cool uh but it's okay. Uh, but let's move on here. Uh, this will be mostly Parker talking about it. I'll be watching these at a later time. But three matches I'm pretty excited for. Uh, we're not. Uh, I'm not talking about the gauntlet or the tag because <laughs> the tag went to a drop. So, there you go. Have you been spoiled on on these finishes? Yeah, yeah, so? yeah. I had a couple. Okay, had okay, cool. So it's okay. All right, cool. Um, Mariah. Yeah, I'll just go. Yeah, Mariah. Uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll, go, go I'll set you up, and I'll let you. Go. <laughs> right, you got right. it. <laughs> Mariah versus Natsupoi. Natsupoi beats Mariah after Mariah got two of the biggest wins you could possibly get. Natsupoi on the board in her first match. Uh, how did this one go? Some people were really down on this. Before I get into this, I just want to say that I really uh, enjoyed the the draw between uh, oh, yes, God's, yes. Eye, God's Eye and Queen's Quest. Yeah. With I, I didn't watch the gauntlet because it seemed pretty like you know, I, disposable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but but the um, the interactions, the 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 Shuri Azumi and the Utami Sore pairings were like kind of the mm. highlight of that match, and so that ended up being really good. So I enjoyed that quite a bit too. Um, I was glad that I was able to watch that. But yeah, Mariah and Natsupoi, yeah, Natsupoi getting the win with uh, with the fairy blink. Um, she didn't it. hit it. What's that? <laughs> I called that on. You, did you call Twitter. it? <laughs> yeah, I said because someone. I think it was a uh, six star. Uh, they were mm. talking about it, and I said. Fairy Blink, the win, and <laughs> it happened. And I was like, ah, exactly. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So she, so she won. I thought this match was good. There's, um, like I thought the match, the action itself was like perfectly good, acceptable. Uh, Mariah's like she's more hard hitting than usual, which is great. And obviously, Natsupoi mm. is like Natsupoi is just so solid that it's hard to have anything less than like a good match with Natsupoi. Um, the the, some 
I, I sort of in this match started to come together with like another reason why I don't think Mariah's worked so much for for me, which is that <laughs> she's she's just such a pure white meat mm. baby face mm-hmm. that I feel like that's not the character you book to go on like this crazy undefeated streak and win Cinderella and all that type of stuff. Like, I don't know. There needs to be like some adversity there. And she, she has, she holds no, or or it's not that she necessarily holds no disdain. It's more that, you know, like Natsupoi holds no disdain for, for Mariah. And obviously Natsupoi switched stables too, but, um, but that was, you know, a whole thing. And yeah, it's just kind of the, the, her matches seem very, very much like an exhibition if that makes sense and mm. less like uh less like an actual like competitive wrestling match a lot of the time um so that was so that was just kind of a, a criticism this wasn't bad or anything i, I actually thought it was good mariah uh targeted Natsupoi's arm a lot and uh and laid in some clotheslines and Natsupoi really didn't get much offense at all except the release german towards the end and of course uh pinning her with the fairy blink so yep this was solid uh but definitely a step below the first weekend for mariah Mm-hmm. That's kind of expected, but I'm happy right. to hear. Uh, I'm happy to hear at least it was good because I know, you know, Natsupoi doesn't really matter where she is; she always shows up and delivers, which is great mm-hmm. to hear. Uh, Hazuki versus Starlight Kid. This is the match that I'm most looking forward to watching on the weekend. As Hazuki got her second win, she's now two and zero with four points. How did this one go? Yeah, this was enjoyable. Um, the these two have um you, you don't really think about it this way i don't think but hazuki kind of took starlight kid's place in in uh, stars uh mm. last year and so th- that added a nice little dynamic to it um obviously hazuki can't stand like any of current oedo tai which is always a really <laughs> good um a really good dynamic there and and by extension starlight kid can't stand anybody in stars right mm-hmm. um so that so that was a nice dynamic it was um it was very physical uh, starlight kid targeted hazuki's uh, leg for a long time it was very much it wasn't uh, it wasn't high speed high flyer starlight kid it was desperado uh starlight kid um really really sort of grounded a lot of the time uh but yeah his, they had a great a dramatic cradle exchange at the very end and uh hazuki just sort of out of nowhere hit the brain buster and was able to get the pin um it wasn't like blow away awesome like the, like i think maybe these two could do but for 11 minutes this was this is pretty damn great that that's and that's why we love these weekend shows i'm happy to hear uh that i'm happy they had had that intensity that you really look for i think I think Hazuki's really good at bringing that out against most people mm-hmm. anyways, as we've seen. So uh, that's good. That's good. And the main event, Saya Kamatani versus Momo Watanabe. As Saya Kamatani got her first point of the uh, tournament, um, defeating Momo, who is now 0-2. Uh, how did this one go? I'm very intrigued to hear. So this was like two halves. The first half I thought was like so boring and yeah. the it's just like what a tie bullshit and almost oh, distracting okay. the official and there's stuff going on and and it's like they're out there and Momo's like beating on Saya um or sorry <laughs> sorry Oedotai is beating yeah. on her and like Queen's Quest is there like Utami and Azumi are there just like watching but they're not getting involved and or trying to stop it in any <laughs> meaningful way and I'm like come like 
come on guys like this is like basic stuff i think um, it's always so funny when that happens like yeah it's like guys like, they do that all the time it's like oh all right just beat her up it's fine yeah yeah so so that was i mean i guess it worked out with that being said once they got back in the ring and started wrestling the the this was the actual best wrestling of the night out of anybody mm. uh, once they started getting in kind there of and wrestling yeah i mean momo and saya is a match that hasn't happened all that often um mm and so that so that was really cool to to see in this setting but they were um you know momo was a killer obviously on top just like just like beating down on saya saya's a great baby face of course saya made some great comebacks she was able to um gosh there was a there was a really good exchange where they like traded a lot of cradles uh i think it was out of the the b driver which which momo hit Mm. and then they do a lot of cradles and then uh, Saya comes back and is able to hit like a roll through like half German half Saito like it was just it was just really cool they just kind of went hard for like a minute or 90 seconds like no breaks no no like breath or anything so um that was a really cool sequence and it and it was like okay that, that was that was high level stuff and then uh yeah at the end uh Kamatani is able to hit the 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 star crusher and then she hits the 450 for the win so she's uh, incorporating that as as a pretty consistent finish for her too instead of just the the star crusher and the phoenix splash so um yeah i enjoy this i think it's uh pretty much a toss-up between those last two matches for the match of the night because at the end of the main event it really did get great and dramatic mm. um and then i think mayu and hanan is just a step step behind those two so um another really good show the cool cool like venue too like i'm sure you saw yeah, this but like the, the lighting venue. was unique it was like um there's like a lot of like purple and blue lights going on it's, it's, a, it's a cool venue so i enjoyed that too but i mean yeah I, I don't know like nothing was below expectation for me and uh, a couple matches were above expectation so um yeah this was great that's great to hear and i think well, what i'm really looking forward to it but uh, with such a big cork and hall show coming up on Thursday, which by the way is like an incredible show for those who don't know. I don't know when this is going out, so I'm not gonna like, uh, pr- we're not gonna preview it or anything, but it involves Starlight Kid versus Momo, Hazuki versus Natsupoi, Mirai versus Suzu Suzuki, Mayu Yutani versus Saida, which is probably gonna be really good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Shuri versus Unagi, Utami versus Risa Sarah, Tam versus Azume. Like it is a really good show. Um, and it's gonna be Cork and Hall. It looks like they're nearly sold out, uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, and I look forward to talking about that one. But let's talk stardom x stardom. Uh it's a busy week for them as I believe they're doing a tournament show and then stardom x stardom, and then five days later, I believe New Blood 4 happens. Uh, we won't mm. be talking about New Blood uh, 4 yet because that's, you know, that's far in the future. Uh, but that that does have a big main event of Miyu Amasaki and Tam Nakano. So something to look forward to there um, as she as she continues to main event all these shows. Uh, <laughs> kind of showing your hand on that one, Stardom, of who's really important to all these shows. <laughs> but Stardom X Stardom, big time show. Maybe their biggest show of the year. It Top two matches wise. Tells you that it is their biggest show of the year. This is incredible. Uh, yeah. We have a full card here. We have five title matches. Um, and every single one of them is very intriguing, I think, in their own way. Um, and then we have some tag matches here. So let's start off at the very top. 
Here's a preview. Uh, the future of stardom championship. Hana defends against Miyu Amasaki. Pretty big match, I think, in terms of literally looking at the future of stardom. Like, obviously, that's the name of the title, and that's the point. But, like, let's be honest with each other, everybody. Hana's facing people that, beside, like, off the top of my head, she's facing my Sakurai, Wakasukiyama. Like yeah. she's not facing anyone that is might be in the same yeah. place. Ruaka, as Rina, her. Hina, like yeah. Yeah, well Rina may you know, like her sisters maybe, but they're so young, I'm not gonna even like well, that's right. not even the topic of conversation. But now she's facing Miyu Amasaki, someone that they're clearly high on, as I just said. You know, she's <laughs> she's main eventing yet another one of their special shows. Um she is in Queen's Quest, kinda like getting built up slowly she's faced Kyrie in the past like she is an important person to the future of stardom so it's only fitting that she gets this title match i think she earned it after pinning hanan in a gauntlet tag from one of those first two opening night shows so now we're here uh really intriguing because obviously miyu amasaki is someone that they could put this title on at any time if they want to because they're very high on her but you have Hanan, who has made this title an actual entertaining aspect of the show. Uh, she she really picked up from where I think Saida let off when mm-hmm. she had it for her few months before she got hurt. And it's a fun one to discuss because it can it, it can actually go either way, which we've been kind of waiting for. Um, it's not going to be long. It's going to be like eight minutes. I don't know if it'll even be good. But I am looking forward to this one. Um, and I, yeah, I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah, Amasaki is really unique um, because they're obviously so cyan, so high on her. Um, she's main eventing all these new blood shows. She main evented the first one against Utami Hayashida in a singles <laughs> match, right? Like, it's hard to get like bigger than that. Um, very young, but also not like. Um, not a child, right? Which right, I think is an important right. distinction to make yeah. because she's nineteen um, to be exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, and you know, great look. People love her immediately. Extremely popular. All that type of stuff. Like a part of Queen's Quest, a part of an important stable already. Um, all that. So this is on paper. If you're just looking, if you know, at, at the title, it's called the Future of Stardom Championship. It feels like is the time to make the title change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the idea that I don't know who else on the roster is out there for Hanan to <laughs> yeah. lose this to, right? Um, that's that's kind of why I was going with like listing those people. She's she's I think she's literally faced everyone eligible on the yeah, roster. Least, and um, some twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for that reason, I think, uh, I think we are going to get a title change here. Um, and that makes perfect sense to me. If you have somebody who you're like this, this championship does not matter at all. It's okay to just give it to somebody who is not that experienced or that even frankly good at this point, which I don't think Miu is. I don't think she's anywhere near the level of Hanan as a wrestler right now. Um, but if you you want to give somebody, (laughs) yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. If you want to give somebody the reps to make it happen, this, this, this title has no prestige, no, you know, like it, it's just a, a it's an excuse to give somebody who you are high on a big match on a pay-per-view. Um, yep. 
And that's exactly what you want to do for somebody like Hamasaki. Hanan, she's in the five-star. She's going to get, she's going to wrestle 12 extremely important matches. Um, and that's, you know, that's, I would say, even more valuable than having future of stardom defenses in the opener that goes seven minutes on pay-per-views. So uh, for that reason, I think we are going to get a title change here. And um, I mean, I think uh, once that's done, I think we'll look back on Hanan as the probably the best future champion ever. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe Utami, you could say. Uh, but I think even people are higher. Like people, people forget that. And if you weren't like a starter fan, <laughs> people were not like that high on Utami at the time. Like people were like, mm-hmm. okay, she's got potential, but it was definitely, they were strapping the rocket to her with the belt collector deal and all that type of stuff. So I think Hanan may go down as the, the best future champion ever uh, in this, in this promotion. And uh, I think that's exciting. I think that's cool. And it, and it just shows yeah. uh, how, how high she can get. Yeah. It's a cool uh, accolade to give her. And I, I think, People do have to remember, like, meanwhile, this title isn't as important. They do try to put it on people that are going to matter in the future, like Utami, um, who, you know, had it for she had the longest reign up until I think she might still have days on Hanan, but Hanan has the most defenses now. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I think Amasaki winning has to be the move. I've I've kind of felt since uh, since she debuted, I was like, oh, so she's she's has to be the one beating Hanan because who else is going to beat Hanan? You know, she's too she's too important not to. And other people are moving up the card. Makes a lot of sense to do. And as you have people grow out of it, she's she's locked in right for like three years because of experience. So should be interesting how they go about it. But let's move on here. Uh, we have a couple tags here. Julia and my Sakurai versus Ruaka and Rina, I believe. Um, yeah, that's a so five star <laughs> people against five star people against non five star people. Give give your awesome. give your tournament your upcoming tournament champ a, a night off because she's going to be going through it in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, then we have a captain's fall match: uh, Mayu Iwatani, Saida, and Momo Kogo versus Utami Hayashida. Azume and Lady C uh, doesn't really matter to me, but one of them are not in the five-star Grand Prix. So I think that should tell you all you need to know, but obviously captains fall. You eliminate mm-hmm. someone over the top and you call it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the, uh, the final non-important match is Mirai and Ami Saray versus Micah and Hameka, which I say non-important, but it kind of feels like a number one contenders match in a lot of ways. Uh, oh, because yeah. There's a goddess of stardom championship match later in the night. And it feels like whoever wins, this could be willing to challenge. Um, and if one of these teams wins, I think it's kind of like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to who might be winning that tag title match. Um, but yeah, that's uh, another one to look forward to, which could be good. Yeah, I would just say like I'm I'm pretty confident we're getting a, a tag title change here, and even though both of these teams have challenged for the Goddess uh, Championships with Hazuki and Kuguma, Koguma as as champion, like obviously if you get a new set of champions in there, that's all reset and and it's and it's fair game and and fresh no matter what. Yep, yep, and this should be may hopefully they embrace the powerhouse, mm-hmm. you know, like abilities of everyone, and they just go that. You know, don't don't make it too pretty. Your your match isn't as important as the next four. So, yeah, artist of stardom championship: Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe 
defend their belt against the Cosmic Angels colors team of Mina Shirakawa, Nagi Sayaka, and Saki. So interesting trio there. Uh, we haven't seen them work together all too much, but it's it's pretty much <laughs> because you have the legendary like reign of the artist, and I say legendary. Take that with a grain of salt, of course. But you have the title reign of the Cosmic Angels. That was historic. And you have two of those three. Now you're replacing Tam with Saki. It's an interesting dynamic that we'll see in this match. And to me, I don't think Oteo ties losing. Um, right. I, think they, I think they're definitely winning still because I think they have a lot more time in their reign. And they've also been going with longer reigns with these belts. Um but it'll be interesting to see how these three work because obviously there is some there there can still be some uh, some difficulty finding chemistry whether it's uh, kayfabe or not um, because that's mm-hmm. kind of how Unagi works too. So I'm really interested to see how that goes. Hopefully Saki has a good showing here. Um, it should be a good match. It's not going to be like you know I wouldn't be shocked actually if this ended up somehow being better than the ddm one because we remember like we walked away from that we're like oh we know it could have been so much better it was still yeah. good but like I, I wouldn't be shocked if they all six of these women just go out of their way to make this great um if you can have like Saki lead i think you i think it has a chance to be really good yeah it, i don't see a title change here um I'm, I'm intrigued by the match for sure just because weirdly after after them being all over title matches last year it it weirdly feels like cosmic angels have been completely detached from title scenes for like a long Mm -hmm. time so um so i'm fine with that it's fresh enough like it's annoying when unagi's getting literally like six title challenges and or or defenses (laughs) in the span of like four months um but it's a lot more digestible when it's her first title challenge in six months or something like that um so so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't think it's going to be great or anything. I I think Kashima is going to going to cradle someone. Probably oh, yeah. probably Unagi seems like the best bet um, for me. But because uh, I think they're in the same five star block. Yes, they are. Um, so yeah, I mean yeah, but I don't see a title change. And the other reason I don't see one is if Saki's not not signed permanently. Like I just don't see them putting the the. Mm-hmm. The, a championship belt on somebody who's who's not signed full time and isn't named Kyrie. So, yep, not signed full time and is as busy as Saki. Exactly. Yeah, she wrestles <laughs> so much. <laughs> I think this weekend alone, she's wrestling like four times or something crazy. Um, which bless her, bless her for all the places she works. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to the big matches here. We got three absolute killer matches, including what might be the best guarders goddess of stardom championship match on paper and i mean we did have the momo and starlight kid uh duo but this is this is as good as you can get we have hazuki and koguma fwc defending the goddess of stardom championship against the cosmic angels team of tam nakano and natsupoi uh there's an interesting story to play here tam nakano has never been able to win these titles and she has teamed mm. with Mayu Iwatani to do it and Arisa Hoshiki to do it, which I don't know if people know. Those two were pretty, <laughs> you know, highly regarded people in stardom. Uh, you know, I think Arisa was 
probably Wonders Storm champion back then because they won Tag League. Um, but now Tam's the lead, right? Tam's the lead this time. She wasn't the lead those times. And now she's with Natsupoi. They're they're making this a key part of stardom moving forward, these two working together. Um, I expect new champions, and I expect a great, great title match. Yeah, I'm with you there. This is about as confident as as I've been in one of the three most important belts in stardom, which is, you know, Wonder World mm-hmm. and, then the, and then these goddesses champions. This is about as confident I've been in a, in a title change in a in a long time. Um, I, it, I love FWC. They're one of the best tag teams of the year, in my opinion. Uh, big fan of Koguma in particular. But I'm also, I also realize the reality of stardom's like kayfabe, um, standing and and how they're placed and frankly Koguma is like punched above her weight all year in terms of that like being tag champ for most of the year there was the brief uh, the brief Oedotai reign but aside from that she's been she's been a, a champion for most of the year and there's just so many people on the roster who um, have not <laughs> been a champion yeah. in any <laughs> sense this year which is kind of wild to think about and considering how strong this this tam and not support team is you don't want to cut off um not support's momentum at all after the after the turn and, and going to cosmic angels you want this to seem like a big deal because you did cool off cosmic angels for much of the year which i think was the right move but these are the two to not cool off, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we're getting a title change. I think the match is going to be awesome. These four are so talented, um, so, just so energetic. So just, they're just great wrestlers. And I think uh, I think Hazuki, Koguma, and Natsupoi maybe have been the three. Mm-hmm. If you were to just like yeah. pick out of a hat the three hardest workers in stardom mm-hmm. this year, I think you'd have to go with those three. Uh, and then yeah. Tam is is just the person who elevates every match she's in with her emotion and effort and hard work and charisma and everything like that. So um, I'm so excited for this tag title match. Th- this top three on this show is, I mean, that's why you said maybe maybe stardom's show of the year. It's it's pretty remarkable. So I, I can't wait. Yeah, it, it should be excellent. All right, let's get to the two big ones here. The Wonder of Stardom Championship, Saya Kamatani defends against Kyrie. This is the match they've been building pretty much. Actually, they've been building this match before we knew it was Kyrie that was coming back. Uh, because, you know, you had the Saya Kamatani skits where she saw the person in the room, right, with the hat on and... Uh, that's where we began the rumors that it may be Kyrie coming back. Uh, and then, you know, you have the press conference and you have Kyrie saying, you know, I kind of want that title, but let's do a tag match first. You know, that brings back Nanai Takahashi into the fold. They team up. They have a great tag match with Sayakamani and Lady C of all people. Uh, and now we're here. We're here. This has been this has been the match we've been waiting for. Uh, you know, we, we unfortunately had the Starlight Kid defense kind of. I'm not gonna say ruined, but obviously the drama was taken away from it because mm-hmm. of this match. Uh, the Saki match, there was never gonna be that drama, but still, all roads led to this point. This is the biggest, or one of the biggest matches of the year in stardom. Kyrie has a chance to be champion once again against a champion who has been nothing short of fantastic. 
Uh, I I can't wait for this one. It's it has a lot of excitement, and the funny part is the main event might be even better at the end of the day, <laughs> which is so crazy. Um, but this should be excellent. And trying to pick a winner, I'm gonna save that till after you go because I I've been back and forth. Okay. I well, I mean, obviously, whoever wins depends on like I feel like if Kyrie is truly around for the long haul, if she's not just gonna be this part-timer who only shows up every other pay-per-view and all that type of stuff um she's she's winning this title if if that's not the case mm-hmm. if it is the case there's no reason to give her this title like it's it's like right. you know what it's cool to have her but there's so much more value in, in building your own roster and giving saya that big win anyway right um mm-hmm. before i get into my predictions but uh yeah this match is as anticipated as i've had for a match pretty much all year um i'm i feel like we mentioned it in, in our in our pod recently but um in in like a minute to minute basis i don't think there's been a better wrestler in the world than Kyrie this year she is so electric in there no matter who she's in there with from tam to saya here to even like saya ida she was awesome against um Amasaki. all these people <laughs> yeah, me, yeah Miyu Amasaki. like it's 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 remarkable just how good she's been and how every interaction she has feels it's it's fantastically worked it feels important but it's also it's a it's a completely di- different interaction based on the character and personality of whoever she's in there with so um uh she she just radiates confidence and star power she is in my opinion like uh, like a, a must <laughs> like i seriously i think if she walked into back back to wwe or into AEW right now she'd immediately be pretty much their their top women star mm-hmm. um she, she's just unbelievable right now in in terms of what she's doing and if she's if she's here you have to put this title on her it, because yeah. she's she's just yeah. that valuable um there's so much i mean she, she's just great and and as fan like fans would want to see it uh more than more than and we've seen a million awesome sayakamitani matches but it's also okay like say is only like four years into her career like she can have more <laughs> reigns and maybe win a world title or something like yeah. that so um i i do think it'll be Kyrie. i think she mm-hmm. wouldn't be sticking around for all these different sort of like dream tag matches if there wasn't something more there yeah. um the, i think people forget she got hurt too which exactly well, and, so and that was fun. the thing is and as i and i and i've and i suspect that they left that 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 mystery spot open to see if mm-hmm. Kyrie would, would want to or be willing to, or or maybe she just wasn't cleared to be able to do the tournament, right? Or or didn't clear right. herself, so to speak, uh, with her with her injury. So eventually giving it to Saki is like the backup plan. Uh so with that being said, I think I think she is around for the long haul. I think she is gonna be around to to be a champion and, and a fighting one too, not just one who only shows up on pay-per-views. I, I I hope desperately hope that she's here on the on on house shows and everything because I think Stardom has such a consistent and well-established roster that I don't love the idea of an absent champion, even one as of course you know stellar as Kyrie is. Yeah. So um, yeah. I think we're getting a title change here, and I think I think I think Kyrie is going to be going to be white belt champion in uh, in twelve days. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, it's and here's the way I think it will go if she wins, right? Because we're at the end of the year here. Uh so she wins it August twenty first. That you know, with the five star going on, she can probably 
bouncing for a tag match or two or three on their bigger shows. Cause I believe they have a Yokohama Budokan show in the middle for the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the date is, but I believe there is one. So, you know, she can drop in on there, maybe start to set up a title match. Um, then you have the Grand Prix final, which it'll be a little hard to stick a Kyrie match on there with all the matches you have to do, but that's also possible. Uh, the, all the Cork and Hall shows, I think she should be in play for, obviously, because why not, right? Like, if it's in Tokyo, Cork and Hall, you sell out majority of the time or get close to it. Not, yeah, you get close to it at the very least. Um, so I think those shows work for her. Um, Eddie on Osaka Arena shows, like, you can make this work. And And my whole point here is you have all these pay-per-views coming up. You have New Japan X and Stardom show, uh, historic mm-hmm. crossover coming up. That's a possible defense. And then you have the year-end show, too. Uh, so there's a lot of big shows here in the next couple months where it makes a lot of sense if you want to crown Kyrie to have her around for it. And then she can drop it and give someone an absolute massive win whoever it may be. Uh, so I think her as champion, best case scenario, and b- people are going to notice too. You know, we get, we can't act like Stardom, Bushi Road's not dumb here. Uh, they're not dumb. They know what they're doing. They know who is the most popular star probably, and it's the one that everyone knows worldwide, right? So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's the direction they may be going. Uh, but oh, I'm so excited. And now the main event, the World of Stardom Championship, Shuri defends against the first ever World of Stardom Champion, Nai Takahashi. Ah, man, I'm so excited for this, too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. unfair that they're able to put both these matches on (laughs) on the same show. Like, uh, they could have saved these. They could have had Kyrie and Saya main event one night and then did this one another night. No, they said, you know, we're just doing both. We'll just do both because we can and we're in the middle of our Grand Prix that's going on, and it's so exciting to me. Uh, this match should be excellent. It should be so physical and so violent that I don't think – I think some people – and I know Nanai has her haters for some reason, even though I think Nanai's great. Um, but I have all the confidence in the world that this match is going to be excellent. I do too. It, it, the, both of these main event matches are like the perfect. Um, it's like the perfect match of styles for for both of them. That you have the uh, Saya, who's who's the most spectacular wrestler on on Stardom's roster currently, going up against one of the most spectacular res- spectacular wrestlers in Joshi in the twenty first century in Kyrie, uh, and then you have Shuri, who is <laughs> legitimate. MMA fighter uh, going up against uh, and who who is as physical as they come and whose best matches get to that level because of their ridiculous physicality going up against Nanai Takahashi who like if there's anybody in Joshi who can maybe somehow increase the intensity of a Shuri match it's her Um, and I mean she even has like an MMA background you know herself and uh, they they both lay in those ridiculously hard strikes and um, they're they're not afraid to do some headbutts here and there so this is going to be I'm so excited for this main event too like again 
this one two punch and then and then it's like just for for kicks and giggles we have the uh we have the tag title match too right it's like oh yeah maybe the gonna be the best tag title match of the year um shuri it's just it's just incredible uh, and it's in the middle of the five star uh stardom is uh they're they're going all out uh this year but i'm i'm stoked for this title match by my only question is whether they're able to get me into the idea of a title change here. Um, because mm-hmm. as it stands, I don't see it as likely at all. Um, maybe, I, maybe like a 5% possibility because Nanai does, she's like sort of half signed to Gleet right now and she's yeah. doing nomads and there's all this other stuff that she's involved in where the but but the only reason she even like has a chance in my mind because anybody else i think in her standing you'd be like oh there's no chance it, <laughs> it is it is it is Nanai, frankly yeah, and she yeah. does not lose um she uh she beat mom watanabe in about 10 minutes in her last stardom singles match um and this was like babyface you know mom watanabe who made it to the finals of the five star later that year right uh <laughs> so that's the only thing that gives that should give you pause that it is it is the nine maybe anything's possible with her but um i think i think maybe the fans would would not like that that title change at all too just with even though the the roster and everybody they've seemed to have moved past the the yoshiko deal and, and moving on to seedling right i still think that within a year and a half of that sort of reconciliation putting the title on somebody who was directly involved in that might be yeah. uh might be a bit of a, a a bad look for some of the fans too um so i i wouldn't say that uh i would the only reason a title change is even remotely possible is because it is nanai takahashi um regardless i am so excited for to see what they do in this match to to see how physical they they're able to get it nanai was in the sakushi retirement match and she was unbelievable in that match in terms of her physicality this is arguably a bigger stage uh against one of the top stars in joshi in shuri and uh, i think it's uh, i think they're gonna i think they're gonna kill it uh, this 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 card is so great and uh, i can't believe it's only in 12 days by the way when this show happens in 12 days stardom will already have done eight five-star grand pre-shows <laughs> which, <laughs> which illustrates and then of course they turn back around in in six days after that and they do they have a show with uh with uh, 10 five-star matches on it so um yeah. yeah it's busy times for stardom but it's for a fan it's like as good as you can hope for yeah and this show's uh selling very well by the looks of it uh from based on their website i'm sure they will have a packed house uh so it's really exciting uh but yeah that is uh stardom x stardom that is our stardom section of the show if you want to hear our thoughts on the nomads freelance summit volume two and our preview for the TJPW Tokyo Princess Cup semifinals and final, you gotta subscribe to the Patreon. The Patreon, of course, patreon.com, Fight Game Media Network Plus. That's where you can hear this full episode. And of course, if you're already listening, thank you for subscribing. So if you're listening to the free episode, I don't know what our free episode will be the week, next week, so I hope you <laughs> this one. Uh, probably will just be the full episode of what we are releasing next week. Uh, but thank you for listening, and uh, have a good one, everybody. <laughs>